Ding dong, merrily on high. Ding dong. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. That's not that's not pleasant for anybody's Christmas. Welcome to Seti Soppo. This is a podcast where we work out what's the opposite of something that doesn't have a natural opposite. I'm Simon. Hello, Izzy. Goodbye, Simon. I want to know if Ding Dong, uh-huh. if you say that now, you can be investigated. For being a doorbell? Well, I, I, wonder, I wondered if the Ding Dong is a direct reference to a bell end or not. I think a Ding Ring Dong is... Bell. Yeah, I think a ding dong is a, is a willy, isn't it? But why would you literally go up to him and go penis? <laughs> because, you, because you're a man and you're a toxic okay. masculine man. I don't understand men. No, they're just so. I I, I find the the dick pic phenomenon very very strange. I understand the logic of it in that male sexuality they go after very visual things. So they think, what is the most male thing about me? It is the naked mole rats that I keep between my legs. <laughs> this is a good way to start a Christmas edition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just put some tinsel on it. It'll be fine. Yeah, that's no rocking mm. around the yeah, but no, it just it, it just popped into my head. Who no, did it? it? <laughs> Have okay. you had a nice Christmas so far? Well, it's not really Christmas yet, is it? We got a, we got a five days. Five days, it's 20th today. I try and put my decorations up as close to Christmas as possible, and then it becomes Christmas. Well, my mum doesn't put her Christmas decorations up till Christmas Eve, which I just think is stupid. I put mine up early because I had the advent calendar to do. Mm. So mine went up, like, December. Yeah, that makes sense. But, yeah, so I've... I don't know, I don't... It's it's just been... Yeah, I feel quite Christmassy, I suppose. I quite like that Christmas feels Christmas this year because it's been such a horrible year and i just kind of want a nice christmas do you know what i mean it just yeah, yeah. and it, we've already had snow yeah we had snow which is fantastic is yeah. it rebecca is it really wants to know fantastic okay rebecca what is what the opposite of sprouts oh now do they have sprouts in america they do yeah is they've that, had them since that the 18th part century of their thing yeah and it's that part of their christmas thing yeah i don't, I, well, they I don't do know things like yams yeah they have yams i know thanksgiving they have yams yeah. Well, I think yams is sweet potatoes, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I always think yams is some sort of fish dish, shellfish dish. Yeah, because it sounds like clams. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's not right. Um, it kind of makes you think of lady bits. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, uh, right, we're talking very specifically about Brussels sprouts, right? Yes. Now, what is the singular of Brussels sprouts? Brussels sprout. Say that again? Brussels sprout. Say it or with is a it gap Brussels... Be- well, yeah, say it with a gap between the words. Is it? Okay. Well, I would say Brussels, because I say Brussels sprouts. Right. I would say, suggest, it's, is it like Attorney's General? It, it's, it is, yeah. It's Brussels sprout and Brussels sprouts. They're okay, not Brussels so sprouts. S, yeah, because it's, it's Brussels. It's not called Brussels, oh, yeah. is it? In my head, it is. Yeah, it's weird. Isn't <laughs> I just realised that. I just realised like, Brussels is called Brussels. Because I think of it like Bristol. Bristol's not called Bristol's. That's Bristol's something is else. Very different. <laughs> yeah. So a Brussel must be a singular willy. No, naked mole rat. I don't know. Anyway, they were first cultivated in ancient Rome. Ah, no, they, there's a thing. I did a thing for Radio 4 about this. I had to ring up Bob Flowerdew, 
which I don't believe is his real name, <laughs> given he's a gardener, but apparently it is, right? Nominative determinism right there. Mm-hmm. But Bob flowered you about the fact that cabbages don't like growing near vineyards. So the fact that they had Brussels sprouts, they, they used cabbages as a cure for hangovers and stuff. So the fact they had Brussels sprouts does not surprise me because they're like, they're like their version of aspirin. Why don't cabbages like growing next to vines? They fucking hate each other. I think it's different soils. Oh, okay. So it's not like the the, the, the cabbages go, no, not growing. We're, we're, we're not growing near. It's like racist. A cabbage is racist. Also of grapes, apparently. Wow. Because that's why they thought the cabbages would be good for hangovers, because obviously you make vines into ah, wine. You don't, sensible. And therefore, it yeah. has a logic to it. So yeah, does that mean it does. does that mean vines like, like grapes is the opposite of sprouts? I mean, there's an argument to be made that a grape is the opposite there is. of sprout. I'd suggest I'd suggest that we should go in that direction. Yes, I had a really weird grape. Oh, I can't remember what they called it. It was it was a grape, right? It was a plum, but it was shaped like a tiny, tiny penis, like a micro penis. And <laughs> you somebody told me what it was called, so you can. I did post a picture of it, which is why I'm now looking on my phone. You also posted a picture of balloons that look like willies. I did. Uh, that was that was on my stories, though, so I'll get deleted. Uh, Sad times. Sad times. I might. I could always repost it, though. There's no... Apparently, according to Dave, right, these grapes, because he's written underneath the picture I did of me holding one looking worried... They're sapphire grapes, and he has sapphire them. grapes. Um, yeah, and he tells people they're slugs immediately when he offers them one. But they do look like tiny little slug wheelies type thing. They've even got cock holes. <laughs> but if you put that in front of two green little sprouts, I quite like. I tell you what, Simon, I quite mm-hmm. like preparing sprouts. Yeah, I, quite I, like I that don't big mind. pile of sprouts and peeling off the outer leaves, crossing the bottom. It's good. You don't necessarily have to do that, apparently. No, but you do because it's tradition. Well, yeah, quite like um fried sprouts. No, definitely sprouts much better. Also, Stir are nicer than sprouts. they used to be. Really? Yeah, I, I was thinking this the other day. We we had quite a lot of sprouts already this year, and they're much sweeter than they used to be. Now I know that as you get older, you your your taste buds change, and you, you no, taste it's because sour. you're it's because you haven't had chocolate for a month, Simon. That's that's uh, why. That's not true. I've had I've had I've had some chocolates and and sprouts recently as well. I had a crunchy. You've had chocolates and sprouts. Oh, a, a chocolate coated sprout. Ugh, not no. sure how I'd feel about that. That's wrong. That'd be watery and wrong. I used to eat raw sprouts when I was little. Yeah, I just find that they really bloat me up. They're, I really love them, but they just make me turn me into a little air balloon. Okay. Right. Anyway, so are we say that the opposite of a sprout is a grape. I mean, it seems. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Um, I mean, cabbages is an entire vine, so a sprout would be a grape. But a sprout does grow on a vine. I really... it, it grows on a big stem. So anyway, the opposite of sprouts, Rebecca, is grapes. So Simon wants to know, not me, different Simon, wants to know, what is the opposite of pigs in blankets? Ah, uh, I saw in Blooming Waitrose at the moment, do you know what they got? Mm-hmm. They got pancetta wrapped around dates. Mm-hmm. I bet that's quite nice. I bet it is quite nice, but it's not a pig in a blanket. I don't know what they call it. Okay, now, now, here's the thing. What is a pig in a blanket? Ah, because Americans are weird. Well, yes. Andrew told us about this, didn't he? Americans, they're basically, they call, like, sausage rolls pigs in blankets. Not even sausage rolls. It's a sausage wrapped in croissant pastry. Pastry. Yeah, it's like puff pastry, isn't it? But the the ends stick out as well. 
That's not even a sausage roll. It's like a pathetic sausage roll. Uh, it was a pig in a blanket. It's a pig in a fucking hanky. Or blanket, is it? it it's a pig in a pig here, isn't it? Yeah, because exactly. It's a, it's a pig it's a sausage wrapped, wrapped in, in bacon. its own belly meat. <laughs> exactly. So he's just a pig, essentially. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, and it's usually hot dog sausages as well. In the oh, oh yeah. that's just terrible. Germans call them Version im Schlafrock. Nice. Which, which is, is sausage in a dressing gown. Nice. That's nice, isn't it? I like that. Uh, sausage in a dressing gown. Could you pass some sausages in dressing gowns, please? They do it in puff pastry as well, or more rarely oh. pancakes. It's like they won the uh, war. Russia is... Which is sausage in dough. Uh, Israel Moshe Bateve. Sorry about my pronunciation. That's Moses in the basket. It's a hot dog rolled in a ketchup covered sheet of puff pastry. Denmark, they have a similar to us called sausage in a blanket. No, see, Danish people, Scandinavians, know what we're on about. But they also have the American style, which they call pulsar horn. Sausage rolls. Which means sausage horns. Sausage horns. Sausage horns. (laughs) Well done, Scandinavians. Yeah. Uh, Finland, uh, they call theirs naki pillow. Naki pillow. That's quite sweet. Which means hidden sausage. Is that pillow? (laughs) That's like toad in the hole, though. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, The Mexican version is wrapped in tortilla. And it's called a sausage taco. Mini burrito. Yeah. That's no good. Because you could, imagine before you like make a Dorito, you just roll it round a little sausage and then deep fry it. That'd be quite good. Well, so like have a, like a, a sausage interior? Sausage, yeah. So you basically start... It'd have to be a pepperami as well. And then you wrap it. Could and it would be have a to be a pepperami. Yeah, you, can, you used to be able to get pepperamis wrapped in stuff, didn't you? They come in a sort of condom. I had a pepperami quite recently and I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, they're nice. They are nice. Now, that thing you said earlier, prunes wrapped in bacon, has a name. Mm. What's it called? Devils on Horseback. Why? That because... was just a prune would be on the bacon, astride, waving something. Rather it also than suggests just, you, you make know. bacon out of horses. A waitrose yesterday, reduced to two ninety nine. you could get six brunch croissants and Bloody Mary shots. And a brunch croissant God. is a mini croissant, right, with, like, bacon and cheese and, yeah... That should be a devil on horseback, a brunch croissant, and a Bloody Mary shot. It came in a sort of like microwave. Should be a devil on horseback. I know what the opposite of a pig in a blanket is. What's that? It's a pig in a blanket. Aww. An actual pig in an actual blanket. I like that. Because you wouldn't eat it, would you? You wouldn't want to eat it. You go, oh, that's cute. It's a little pig in a blanket. I would eat it, but I get your point. <laughs> you wouldn't eat it in that state, would you? I'll kill it first. Well, quite. Well, you I'll wouldn't. I'll kill it first. You wouldn't. You I wouldn't. would. You'd get someone else to do it. Anyway, the opposite of pig in a blanket is pig in a blanket. Now, Kiel wants to know, what is the opposite of Christmas pudding? Oh, Christmas pudding. I had two last week, because I was doing Ooh. some gigs where it was, you know, for Christmas dues, and so you got fed Christmas dinner twice. And it's quite good now. I never really liked it as a kid. Oh, I love Christmas What it pudding. is, it's basically, it's basically, well, you probably didn't have as much booze poured on it when you were a kid. Uh, set of lights you don't know it my really family. It was all booze, all the time. Yeah. I actually, actually have to hold my dad back when he puts booze on a Christmas pudding. Christmas pudding booze is basically, they set it to light, so it's like, this big blue burning bowl and then you get like it's really bitter on the outside because of all the burnt off alcohol 
and then you have it with like cream or you have it with custard. Custard is always best, but they never have and enough. Cream. So it's always cream. Better with cream. Better with cream and sugar. I had it with custard. No, 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 no. I had it with custard at this this other place where I was doing the gigs. It was better. Mm. So much better. Mm. And they didn't set it alight and it didn't have that crust that's horrible. Here's what happens every time we set light to our Christmas pudding. Every time, every time someone says, oh, do you remember when Simon says I'm not eating that because it's burnt, right? Which, well, I said that when I was like four and I actually said it as a joke because I thought it would be funny because even then I was hilarious right like and every eyes, year yeah. every year my sister goes <sighs> not bitter well let's let's look at so what is something that you set alight which isn't tasty and people don't gather around and doesn't have coins in because Stuart puts coins in ours yeah, no, there's a coin. You get a coin. You can choke, choke on a coin. So the coins, right? Stuart puts like sixpences is the one you're meant to put in, but he also puts threepennies in there as well. And we had a few Christmases ago a man called Professor John round, and he was same age as my granny, and both of them fought in the war. But Professor John fought the, for the Canadians, and my um, granny obviously fought for the British, but she was a wren based down in Plymouth, and he would wind her up all the time by telling her what whores wrens were and how easy they were to bed, and she'd go, like this. Anyway, one Christmas, um, eating the Christmas pudding, and Professor John found the coin in it, and he licked it, and he held it up to the light, and said, ah, a threepenny bit. It's been years since I've seen one of those. Because <laughs> threepenny bit is Cockney rhyming slang for a woman's breasticles. Breasticles. Yes, and I, I've never laughed so hard. But you had to do My it quietly because he it. wasn't being deliberately rude, was he? He was being deliberately rude and granny Oh, he was. Okay. I yes, see. he's a very funny man. Now, what shape is a Christmas pudding? It is the shape of the bowl it's made in. But what shape are Christmas puddings whenever they're depicted in cartoons and or Christmas Completely cartoons? spherical, which exactly. is stupid. Nobody has a... So stupid. But that's how they used to be, because they used to be hung in bags, not made in pudding bowls. And now they're made in pudding bowls because of, you know, we found this thing called ceramics. So the original Christmas pudding was made before they had pottery, which is pre-Roman. Well, no, it's no, pre-Egyptian. No. In Victorian times, they were hung on hooks to dry out in a bag, and that's how they formed into the round Sexy. shape. Sexy. So I guess they were just... That wouldn't give in. you a round top, would it? It'd just give you a round bottom like we have today. Or a round top if you flipped it over. Or if you, like, shaped it into a round shape. Yeah, so they had to shape it. They're lying to you with their bag bullshit. I suspect on iPlayer at the moment, Fanny Craddock is on there, and she's talking about how to make a round Christmas pudding so we yeah, could go I think and watch that you have that. to squeeze the bag wouldn't you and shape it in yeah, the bag like a so, weird yeah. sausage yeah this is all by the by we are not talking opposites are we what is the opposite of a of Christmas of pudding I'd say it's Joan of Arc <laughs> no it's not Joan of Arc it's <laughs> something you yeah, I know burn. why you say okay. Joan of Arc. It's not Joan of Arc. <laughs> okay. Um, well, is it mince pies? Isn't mince pie of the same ilk? Yeah, that? it's of the same ilk, but you can't set light to them. Well, you could. <gasps> brandy butter, I've just remembered. I love brandy butter. Um, uh, I don't know, Simon. I mean, it's. I'd suggest what it is. It's something without any money in it. So something that's penniless. Something that doesn't recall, make you recall joy or any sort of burning of alcohol. Oh, it's the banking collapse of two thousand and eight. I'll be it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, <laughs> so it happened in the summer as well. So it's like. 
So the opposite, the opposite of Christmas pudding is the banking collapse of 2008 for some reason. Well, no, it's, therefore... it makes sense, Simon. It's the opposite end of the year. You know, that happened in the summer. You can't... Nothing yeah, burned it's... down, yet everything devalued. And... Exactly. Um, and the rich everybody... ate the money. Mm. Mm. Ah. Ah. So, this work? week on our Christmas festive edition, we have figured out that the opposite of sprouts is grapes, that the opposite of pigs in blankets is pigs in blankets, and that the opposite of Christmas pudding is the banking collapse of 2008. You may plug your other podcast. This week, um, I believe coming out the same day as this podcast, we've got the British Museum member cast, and that is all about Egyptian art. So if you want to know why crocodiles are like Voldemort, if you want to know which part of the body to attack to stop somebody um, living a perfect um, afterlife, and what happened to poor people's mummies then you should listen to that episode um also there is an episode um about worm doctors and monkey glands of the zedless deadlist new zedless deadlist will be coming out in the new year as well and the women's fitness podcast kelly has survived her operation hooray so we're not recording one this week because you know she's recovering but we'll be back in the new year with that as well one fit pod uh, we wish you a very merry holiday time and i hope you Yuletide festive Hanukkah. And Kwanzaa. Mm. Happy holidays, basically. And we will see you in between Christmas and the New Year because we are doing more opposites because that is what we do. Happy birthday, Jesus. Happy birthday, birthday. Jesus. baby. Except his birthday isn't 25th of December anyway, whatever. But shut up. It doesn't matter, does it? You don't know when you were born. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye.